This is a podcast for spiritual downloads, star seeds, light workers, and authenticity. Spiritual awareness is advised. Welcome to the 1111 Synchronized Podcast. So glad to have you here. Let's all join in together by taking the deepest breath we've taken so far. Let's do this together. And release. I don't know if that was the deepest breath I've taken so far, but that was a good, that was a good run. That was good. So I'm grateful to have you all here. Thank you for joining. As always, if you have any topics that you would like to hear covered during the season, please submit those requests. You can find me on social media at Agent K21 Podcast. You can find me via email, text, however you'd like to hear your topics. Please reach out. You can also send in a voice recording. If you download this Anchor app, you can actually send in a recording. And that's not a shameless plug. That's just that's just really, if you want to do that, you can. And so um, I hope everyone's doing well out there. If you are a creative person also and you would like to collaborate and maybe have me featured on your page or perhaps you want to be a guest on mine, I'm definitely open to that. So please reach out for that. If you are just a listener and you want to give back in one way or another, you can submit a review. You can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts specifically. You can answer the Q&A for the Spotify listeners. And donations are always appreciated. Um, also, feel, feel free to share these podcasts. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. And share these messages. Purchase your merchandise from the merch store. It's all listed in the description and the links below. Um, And and some things that if you would like uh, to receive a service, you can actually book a counseling session. I do donation-based counseling for anyone who's in search of themselves. Because this journey can get a little lonely sometimes. And I'm here to be that reflective mirror and remind you of who you truly are. So if you feel a little lost or you just feel like You just need to vent and just process outwardly what's going on. I hold that space for you via donation counseling. So the counseling link is listed below. If you would like additional healing, there's also a Reiki Healer Master that you can receive services from as well. And if you would like dream interpretations done, that is also something I provide. So just be mindful you'll be sharing your dreams and... um, kind of doing that if that's something you're interested also cardinal healing which is a healing using crystals so if you would like any of those services please reach out click the counseling link it's full circle counseling you can join that service at any time um and if you would also like to join the team the empire the kingdom that i'm building and you have a talent or a gift, or you just want to help, you're a natural healer, and you want to be a part of this, please reach out. Let me know what you would like to do, and we will go from there. So all through life, we hear so much, so much emphasis on, you know, be who you are, be yourself. We hear all these emphasis, be yourself, be yourself. But no one teaches you how to be yourself. No one teaches you who you are. Instead, we are met with the contrast. We are met with everything that tells us who we are not. From the time we are born, we are met with an identity. We are met with a gender. We are met with a religion, a family, a culture. All these preferences have been pre-laid out for us. And insult to injury, society doesn't help with that either. Society promotes inauthentic expressions, promotes literally and figuratively wearing masks. So how do you be authentic in a fake world? How do you be authentic? What is authenticity? So um, I'm really glad that you guys uh, are here and, and joining for this episode because 
it's not easy being your true self when it feels dangerous to be your true self, when it's not safe to be your true self, when there's lack of acceptance for your true self. But I would encourage you to be your true self regardless, to push through any anxiety, to push through any fears. And if you need help pushing through those fears, I did an entire episode that you can listen to titled F-E-A-R for that false evidence appearing real, better known as fear. And so when we recognize our fears and we can push through it, we can actually embrace and get to the foundation of who we are because we have all been programmed, conditioned, our experienced trauma that has clouded our judgments of who we are, that have clouded and have been layers and layers and layers of who we are. Imagine a child going to school or, or just going out of the house and everyone comes by and throws a coat on that child. Here, take this coat. Here, no, take my coat. And by the end of it, this child can't even breathe. They can't even see themselves. They're covered in all these coats that are, quote unquote, supposed to be helpful, supposed to be protective. They're supposed to be whatever. So you have a coat of your own ego. You have the coat of someone else's trauma. You have the coat of someone else's fears. You have the coats of these different beliefs that may or may not be serving you. And you have all these coats on. And when you start the healing journey, when you start a spiritual journey, you're removing all those coats to realize, wait a minute, there's a little person in there. It's not just a, a, a scary monster of coats. It's actually a person inside of all those coats, those layers that we go through. And so, you know, we are conditioned from the start. And um, unfortunately, it can be we can go through life without ever knowing who we truly are. And we can think that we are being our real selves, but we're only being a fragment of that. Or we're only being one form of that, not the true fullness of it. We're only showing what we want people to see. We're not really, truly embodying that authenticity. So, you know, this is a great time to be understanding that because just collectively and Astrologically, we are ushering in a new moon in Aquarius, which is all about the unorthodox. It's all about the future. So the future is paved by choices that we make every day. So if you choose today, like, I want to be authentic, I want to start practicing a more authentic life, then realize the journey doesn't end there. There's always a continuation when the path of growth and healing so if you sign up for this, know that it is a continuation. You'll never really arrive. And when you do arrive, you'll probably be transitioning to the other side. So on this end of it, there's not an end goal. So the goal is the journey. So embrace the journey of becoming yourself, learning yourself, being yourself. But we first have to understand what is authenticity. So what is authenticity? Checking out with our good friend Google, according to Google, the definition of authenticity is the quality of being authentic. Noted. Great. Don't you just love when the definition is within the definition? So to me, what is authenticity? Authenticity, in my opinion, is the ability to know and express yourself in every sector of your life, to be real, to be your true self. At the core of who you are, you're able to be that, to shine brightly without fear, without repercussion. There's uh, confidence in yourself to be yourself, to know yourself. Because in order to be yourself, you have to know yourself. So authenticity has a lot to do with autonomy, has a lot to do with identity, has a lot to do with personal empowerment. All of those beautiful, beautiful words. <laughs> so what does all that mean? What does all that mean? Another definition. Uh, put simply, authenticity means you're true to your own personality, values, and spirit, regardless of the pressure that you're under to act otherwise. So we are all built under this pressure to act otherwise in this culture, in this society, in this earthly realm. 
Now I was thinking about one of my favorite Disney movies. And there's a lot of Disney movies coming up lately in my recordings. <laughs> but one of my favorite Disney movies is Aladdin. And we see this character Aladdin go through his entire life pretty much from the time we see him pretending to be someone he's not. So we have a lot of great definitions of what inauthenticity looks like. One of those examples, if you've never seen the movie Aladdin, it's primarily this person who in this time space continuum that his culture is in, he falls for someone who's considered a princess. But in order to be with a princess, you have to be with, you have to be a prince. So he falsifies himself, <laughs> presents himself as a prince when he's actually a thief more more uh, accurately. So he pretends to be a prince with the assistance of beautiful friends. And he tries to impress this princess by doing all the things he thinks he should do, which inadvertently works against him. She's like not impressed. She's so over it. And it's only when he's himself that she actually falls for him. That's only when she gets glimpses of who he truly is that she actually loves that person. But most of us feel we can't have the things we want unless we do something or be something else than what we are. For various reasons, we may feel this way. And so in his case, he didn't feel perhaps good enough to be with the princess. He thought, I have to be a prince. So he pretended to be what he wasn't. And um, it probably was a lot of that fear of rejection now, just thinking about it. Like, he probably didn't want to experience that. You know, that would have been soul crushing for him if perhaps he didn't even get a chance to be with her otherwise. So we see a lot of examples of what inauthenticity looks like. So people who may be inauthentic may feel like the only way they can get what they want is either to deceive or manipulate in this case, as he was doing, pretend to be someone you're not, which can actually be more hindering to your own growth and to other people at large. Because what happens is when we aren't being ourselves, and we see this in in pop culture, we see this all the time in dating games and dating coaches. They teach you to not be yourself. If you want to win a man's heart, you got to do this. If you want to get the girl, you got to do this. It's like, wait, 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 what? (laughs) You want me to follow a script? (laughs) You want me to do X, Y, Z? You want me to do what now? <laughs> and so these dating coaches teach you, no, put your best perfect pictures up. Don't lead with who you truly are. Nobody wants to see that. Oh, God, no. <laughs> That's a terrible message to send to yourself and to the world. Because what happens is you meet these situations, these connections, these people as a false version of yourself, and they fall for that. And then once the real you starts to shine a little bit, what happens? The other person is going to feel duped. The other person is going to want to now try to change you and try to control and manipulate you right back. So what happens is it becomes a really unhealthy dynamic when we're not being our real self. So as scary as it may be, when we are true, when we are being our true self, we actually line up to things that are in alignment with us other than trying to pretend and perceive ourselves one way than we are. So that requires a lot of self-reflection, a lot of honesty with oneself and with others. As the saying goes, standards only scare off those who aren't meant to be on your path. So if you're afraid to say, this is who I am, this is what I require, you know, it's not you expecting people to be any any of those things. It's saying, if you want to be a part of my journey, this is what I need. And if you can't, that's fine too. And we can release those people so they can find people who will match with them and vice versa. So it's actually a very uh, hindering cycle that we put ourselves in because then now we have to conform to something we're not and we either get upset with people for not accepting us for the false version that we were or we receive the punishment of being false in the first place from other people. So let's kind of retract and break that down by first looking at why people may be inauthentic some reasons, I think, is 
It's about safety. People may present an inauthentic version of themselves out of fear of, as I've mentioned, rejection, out of fear of punishment, or out of some form of unsafety. And that could be anything. Anything can be unsafe. Unsafety of not belonging. Unsafety of not being accepted. You know, many different things. So we have to recognize where do we feel unsafe within ourselves? Where do we have to, where did we have to reject ourselves to fit in? Either with our peers, with our relatives, with whatever. When did that first start occurring? And people may also feel that when they were real, when they were vulnerable, they were shamed, they were judged, they were ridiculed. So that also contributes to, it's not safe. If I'm my real self, people will abandon me. If I'm my real self, people will neglect me. If I'm my real self, people will call me needy. You know, it's all of those messages we receive. So there's many reasons why, and I think they're all legitimate, why people would be inauthentic. So at one point or another, I, I don't believe we just walk into this world being authentic. As mentioned, we're all conditioned and programmed. So if there's any uh, guilt or shame about being inauthentic, then I, I would encourage you to release yourself from that. That's not the point of this entire message. The message is to accept the reasons why we've had to operate in that certain way and then we can make conscious decisions from that point so what does inauthenticity look like a person presenting with inauthenticity is probably someone who operates more in a people-pleasing manner you know if someone says i don't like that person i don't like that person either they're very agreeable they they may operate with obedience as well so if, if, you know, for example, religious sectors, they, for a perfect example, if they say everyone stand, you don't want to be the outcast. So you're going to stand when everyone else stands, whether you feel like it or not, doing what is told. They, people who are inauthentic may have poor boundaries. People who do not have good boundaries will naturally betray their own boundaries and betray the boundaries of others. And they also may encourage you to not have good boundaries either they get upset with you are offended by your boundaries they may self-sabotage they may um, withdraw or run away from anything that is slightly different or challenging or uh, incorporates any type of change that is out of that familiar pattern again it triggers that sense of unsafety uh, inauthenticity looks like a lot of confusion you know one minute they're hot and cold one minute they're with you next minute they're not they're back and forth up and down all around just very confusing energy and it's it's painful within that uh confusion you know i know for myself i definitely grew up around one of my coping mechanisms was denial that was a great coping mechanism and born into a state of confusion never knowing who to trust never knowing what was real what was an illusion etc built a lot of confusion and through my own confusion, confused a lot of other people, including myself. And inauthentic people can be easily manipulated. And they can also easily manipulate others. And they can manipulate themselves as well. So um, they can have a, a lack of self-control. I'm sorry, a lack of sense of self, which maybe is a lack of self-control as well, but a lack of sense of self. Their identity changes based on the wind. <laughs> You know, they're, they're, they're changed as quickly as the seasons change. If they're more acceptable being this way around this group, they'll be that way. If they're more acceptable being this way around this group, they'll be that way, etc. So it's, it's kind of the classic quote or example of, if you stand for nothing, you'll fall for anything. No sense of self, no sense of uh, agency about oneself. Easily will change their attitudes, beliefs, pretend to be something they aren't maybe operate with the mindset of fake it till you make it. Now, personally, I'm not a big fan of fake it till you make it because that's still operating with a level of deception. I would rather practice growing in awareness until it becomes an authentic expression. So it might be the same thing, but to me, words are very important. So faking it till you make it implies there's something fake about you. So 
the way you feel, the way you are right now in this exact moment, that's not fake. That's actually very real. So once you accept, this is where I'm at. And if I try to pretend to be otherwise, I'm only doing injustice to myself. But if I accept in this exact moment, no, I'm not X, Y, Z, R, Z. (laughs) No, I'm not this or that. But what I am is perfect right where I'm at, even if I'm not where I want to be. So to me, the fake it till you make it can be shame inducing, in my opinion, because it's, it's still implying there's something wrong about where you are. So that that's my that's my rift on that. It can also promote imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome, again, is where you don't feel like anyone really knows you. Nobody really knows the real you because you're wearing different masks in every setting you go into. So there's a lot of inconsistency. People who are inauthentic can also gravitate to gossiping or, or operate with that energy of gossiping because it's that trying to fill that void of that emptiness of self. So it's focusing on the external. You know, it's maybe even creating drama that doesn't need to be there for a more exhilarating experience. There can be a lot of comparison or jealousy or even entitlement. There can be, as I mentioned, that feeling of you should love me even though I'm not what I pretended to be and being mad at people for that. Wow. Uh, I don't know if that was caught on camera, but someone definitely is not having a very uh, positive experience out there. So I hope that everything's all right on the outside. That was intense. Um, And so that false identity can also feel like an identity theft. Like, again, that imposter syndrome. So when you don't know who you are, you may mimic other people's behaviors. They may mimic what they think is the correct response or the right answer or what will seem to get them the most favorable response. So I think Teal did a video about like, if you're only honest when you can guarantee that you won't have a negative response. That's a part of being inauthentic. So um, I think we all have probably experienced that in our lives, especially if you grew up in the public school system. There's more encouragement to be inauthentic. Now, I know in my experience, I was always <laughs> I was always shamed for being quote unquote too serious. In my youth in public school specifically, I was always the one, if everyone else was laughing at someone, I was always the one who wasn't laughing. And and in turn, I would be turned on, like, why aren't you laughing? We're all making fun of that person. What's wrong with you? And I'm like, that's not funny. I'm good. I don't need to laugh at that person. Why would I need to add more pain to this world? I'm good. And I would usually get outcast <laughs> for not joining in with the crowd. So I've my journey has been very uh, solo, solo dolo, for, for lack of uh, better words and And even uh, I would have people who were being antagonized turn against me. I was always, for example, this would happen so much to the point where I just had to realize, okay, I'm always going to be too serious or I have to just accept that. And I didn't necessarily feel I needed to change that because that would be inauthentic in itself to change to fit into that. It was just like, I accept that I'm always going to be judged for this particular (laughs) mindset. But I remember just like being in like elementary school or even middle school and say, for example, this happened so many times, someone would trip or fall or whatever. And I'd be the first one to say, hey, are you okay? And everyone's laughing at the person and the person who fell is laughing. And I'm sitting there feeling stupid, like, oh, I guess I'm supposed to laugh, but I don't find this funny. And then the person who's even, you know, on the ground bleeding or whatever is like, why are you so serious? I'm like... Uh, this is kind of serious to me, but okay. <laughs> so, so when you're authentically you, when you refuse to go with the norms of what other people say, most of the time there's going to be a level of misunderstanding. There's going to be a level of misconception. And for a long time, I just felt like, okay, there's something wrong with me. And that's fine. <laughs> and the more you realize, maybe it's not 
something's ever, something that's wrong with you. Maybe you're just a real person in a fake existing world. And people are not really used to that. You know, so a lot of times, um, in my experience, I would be misunderstood or uh, what I would do or the ways I would operate were so far left field of what people expected or thought I was meaning or doing. I'm like, wait, what? That's what you guys got from that? That's not at all where I was going with this, but sure. So having to make peace with that at such an early age to realize I'm not going to be accepted. So therefore, I have to really focus on just accepting myself and seeing myself. Because if I waited for other people to validate me, ooh, it'd be a cold day. I'd be waiting for a very long time for that. So I learned how to really focus on uh, remaining true to myself, even when people were encouraging me to do otherwise. So the importance of being authentic, in my opinion, is to live the life that you came here to live, to receive the blessings that are designated for you. In order to receive what the universe has for you, you have to first become you. You have to know who you are. So if you struggle with knowing who you are, again, sometimes we have to retreat into seclusion, into solitude to figure out who am I without anyone else's opinion, without anyone else's distraction, without anyone telling me who I am, who am I? What resonates for me? What are my values? Who do I want to be? Any of that to really understand who is the real you. And once we become the real version of ourselves at our core, we become a vibrational match to everything that is authentic to us. So if we are otherwise operating in inauthenticity, we actually become a match for incompatibility. And we may receive less than we deserve. We may settle and we may perpetually suffer or stay in cycles that are unhealthy for us. So what does it look like to be authentic? What does an authentic person look like? Well, it authentically looks like me stopping the camera right now <laughs> because we need to keep the camera going here. So authenticity can look like transparency, but that's one form of it. It also is, is being very honest. Authentic people, they're real. They're real regardless of who's watching them, who's around them who sees them, who's with them, who's against them, they're going to be consistently real. They operate with a level of integrity. So it doesn't matter who sees them doing the quote-unquote right thing for them. They're going to do that anyway. They don't base their decisions off of the outside world. They don't base their decisions off of what is acceptable by society. They go, what is acceptable to myself? How do I want to live and move and be in this reality? So they're very confident in who they are. You know, that doesn't mean they don't have insecurities. Sure, they may have insecurities. But as far as knowing themselves, they have a level of confidence of saying, I know myself. Now, to understand what confidence is, I could probably maybe do an episode. Not sure if I will, but maybe. To understand confidence, you have to understand that the word confidence actually means, um, in Greek, it stands for confidere, which means trust. So people who are confident, <clears throat> it's not this swagged out ego trip, it's actually <laughs> trusting yourself. And the more that you trust yourself, the more you will be able to make decisions based off of that trust. We can only meet people as deeply as we've met ourselves. So the more we know ourselves, ironically, the more we'll know others. The more we love ourselves, the more we can love others. We're often taught and believe that we have to love others in order to receive love, or we have to love others, or know others, understand others in order to receive that back. But that, again, is going the roundabout way to receive something. We have to first receive it from ourselves. So the more that we love ourselves, the more love we have for other people. And the more we're able to attract people who will love us in return in a reciprocal way. So these people who are authentic are trustworthy. They keep their promises. You don't have to ask them to keep their promises. They have a standard for themselves that they don't want to drop below their own values. So they're, they're honest with themselves and they keep their word even when it hurts, even when it's tough. They have a very much the mindset of what you see is what you get.
they're not necessarily trying to pull the wool over anyone's eyes. That they're not. <laughs> not even not that they're necessarily. They're, they're literally not. <laughs> they're not trying to present one way behind the camera or behind closed doors and another way in front of the camera. They're being consistent throughout their journey. So they have a, a very stable energy, a very consistent energy. They have healthy boundaries. As I mentioned, they can be transparent and operate with vulnerability. They recognize vulnerability as a strength. And they also have a level of intimacy with themselves because intimacy means to see into. So they have seen into themselves, the good, the not so good, and the indifferent. They have all of those sides of themselves covered. They're not ashamed of their darkness and they're not afraid of their light. They accept all of it all of it completely and so authentic people will do things because it is their value to do things they do things because they are loyal to their core they don't they're not uh reactionary so for example the inauthentic person will say oh, i'll be loyal if you're loyal to me or i'll keep my promise if you keep your promise to me or whatever fill in the blank people who are authentic they don't operate that way. They say, I'm going to be loyal because that is my value. Regardless of if I receive that back from others, regardless of people are the same with me or not, that's my value. That's what people do. They have whatever their value is. They are consistent in that because that is part of their core makeup. So, um, for example, I've mentioned this before that part of the reason why I started getting into music, and I did not mention this, but if you are looking for music lessons, that's available as well. So once I got into like audio engineering and recording and studio type stuff, I was actually a dynamic duo with me, myself, and my sibling. I guess that's three people, but <laughs> it was myself and my sibling. We were trying to start this group. And I started to realize over time that I was the only one putting in energy. I was the only one putting in effort. And I realized I could be really upset and try to force this person and blame this person for not contributing or whatever the case is. Or I can kind of cut my losses and continue my own expression. And so that was kind of the birthplace of Mary J. Juana. Because it started out as I'm doing this Initially, it started out as I want to see my siblings succeed. I'm your best cheerleader, your best friend. I'll do all the support. You know, I just want to be your manager. I just want to make sure you make it. And then I started realizing, wait a minute, I need to do that for myself too. And then it became, well, let's both, you know, do this music thing. Then I realized, wait a minute, I'm making all the music. I'm writing all the lyrics. I'm doing all the recording. I'm doing everything and nothing else is coming back. And so I actually share a song, if you stay till the end, I'll share a song that is one of those incomplete songs that never got off the ground, but it goes hand in hand with this topic. And it was one of those songs that, you know, I, I put my verse and everything is waiting for a verse, still never got that. <laughs> and so I realized, okay, I could, I could the most valuable resource is time. I could waste my time waiting for this person to commit to this project that we're doing, or I could realize that's not going to happen. So what does need to happen is if I want to do this, I have to do this for myself. So people who are authentic have a healthy level of selfishness. And I did an episode on selfishness that will be listed in the recommendations if you want to hear that. But they have a healthy level of, like I said, boundaries. So that would be going against my own boundary to try to force someone to do something that they're not doing instead of taking their cues and going, okay, if they're not going to show up, then I have to show up. I have to make a decision. Is this something that I authentically want to do? And the answer was yes. And so therefore the birthplace of Mary J. Wanna happen. And now, you know, got EPs on iTunes and all that stuff, all because I had to take it for myself to realize wait, I enjoy making music. So I don't need someone else to be on this. So authentic people will make decisions regardless of who's with them, who's against them. It matters not. There have been so many situations from 
just many different situations that I could list of times in my life where I started with a group of people, but by the end of it, I was the only one still there. Or, you know, any of those uh, situations, maybe you can think of some yourself, but I had to realize it doesn't matter what anyone else does. It doesn't matter if someone else quits. I have to keep going. That's just what I do. <laughs> so finding finding your tribe and, and recognizing that um, having other people go the distance with you is not guaranteed. And if there's any type of uh, codependency or, you know, that's where your motivation is, it's from the outside. It's from, I only want to do this if such and such does this with me. And then if that person doesn't do it, it gives you a real opportunity to decide what is your true values, what is real for you. So people who are authentic will operate from a place of love instead of fear. You know, um, just another comparison, people who may operate in inauthenticity will only do things out of fear. So out of the fear that no one else will do this with me, I'll do it because I have other people that'll do this, you know. I mean, think about just even negative situations like, well, I don't want to rob a bank by myself, but if I got a team, then sure, I'll do it. That might be, that might be a clue right there that that might not be in your most authentic expression or maybe the best thing for you to do. So there are other ways that having a team is good. Like, you know, I, I can't even think of no examples right now, but having something that is positive you know, I, um, yeah, I'm not going to try to think of no examples, but I'm sure there are many that, you know, we can create of ways that has been an actual positive motivation that have helped people, you know, I'm going to be motivated to go to school to see my friends or whatever, or, or whatever the case is. Like, those are great motivating factors, but also recognizing there's nothing wrong with having outside motivation, but also having that internal motivation and realize where, what those values are. So authentic people do things from a place of love. They're like, I'm doing this because I love this. I record these podcasts because I love it. It's not a matter of who's listening or who's not. And that creates a genuine expression because then I'm always surprised even still till this day, when I have more than one listener, I'm like, wait, what? This this episode has thousands of people listening or whatever. And that's not even of importance to me. You know, the most importance is me actually expressing myself. So it's not out of a place of um, lack or out of a place of, well, if I do this, I'll get that. Because then that creates actual resistance. If you're doing a job, for example, and it's all because of how much you make and if you're going to do a job you hate, the way you feel is going to override whatever you're receiving. So authentic people are doing things because they love it, you know, regardless of what reward or what perceived reward may come about. It's knowing I'm going to do this anyway. I'm going to still record podcasts anyway because I enjoy it. You know, and so finding what brings you joy will help you understand where your authenticity lies in. And so um, some things to think is like, how do you become more authentic? So for me, it was actually watching uh, another Teal video in my early journey of spiritual awakening and awareness, etc. and healing and growth. Watching a video titled Authenticity. And I will include that if you want to watch that yourself. Now, one of the things that was mentioned was, you know, your ego, your alter ego. Are you one way around certain people and another way around certain other people? And so in, the, in my very early beginning, I created a social media presence for the artist that we know and love, known as Mary J. Wana. So... I created a social media presence, had a huge fan base on Twitter. That's really where it got started. That's really where most of my audience probably still remains is on Twitter. And um, from there, I started, you know, other social media such as Instagram. Now, when I first started my Mary J. Wana account on Instagram, you can definitely still check this out at Mary J. Wana 06 on Instagram. 
if you go back and it's fur, fur, far, 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 far. I don't know why I said fur, but it's way back there. I think I was trying to say far and further. It's way back there. If you go back to my initial post on Mary J. Wanna 06 account, you'll see most of those pictures is all about weed and sex and money and everything else. And they got like 5,000 likes and, you know, 125 likes. And as soon as I started to merge my ego with my soul, and I decided that, I decided either I was going to either, A, I was going to delete my alter ego account, or B, I was going to merge the two so that I wasn't posting one way in my personal life and posting another way in my alter ego life. And once I started merging the two and started posting synchronicities and spirituality and things of that nature. All those fans, all those likes went down to maybe one at at maximum. <laughs> you know, that's a good day, uh, which I, again, don't care if people like my posts or not. It's not for that. <laughs> it's for me to express. It's for me to journal my experience through social media. And so... I started posting consistently and integrating my all sides of myself. I started getting really real, really honest, brutally honest with myself. So for me, how I became more authentic was showing up as myself in every sector of my life. Not being afraid of um, other people's judgments. Not being afraid of whether people accepted me or not. I feel like that was something I've kind of always hold held on to but of course there were moments where it became more challenging than not learning how to integrate my shadow side with my light side accepting myself completely you know doing things from a really authentic expression i think also that the twin flame journey is also uh, a catalyst for authenticity because it's all about self-worth and self-love it's about becoming whole within yourself and finding that unity within yourself. So I was able to really release any old programming I had. I was able to really integrate my light, my dark. I was able to reparent and reprogram my inner child and really focus on the things that made me happy. Focus on the things that were important to me, things that I valued. So those are some things that I did to become more authentic. Think of a few things that really resonate with you that can help you be an authentic expression. And I think first, really understanding what authenticity is. What does it mean to you? You know, because most of my life I was told what my identity would be or should be. And having to reprogram all of that, having to shift through and stiff through all of that BS. <laughs> so there, there are ways that we cannot feel um, comfortable being our true selves. And of course, you know your situation best. So I encourage you to understand what is real about you and focusing on that. And understand also the things that are not real, that are inauthentic, understanding not just the why, but the how come. How come you've had to exist this way? So that way you can give yourself a little bit of grace and a little bit of self-acceptance to realize there's nothing wrong with how you've had to be. You've had to operate the certain way for a particular reason. So um, before I close off here, there are a couple of traps that I think can happen in the spiritual community, particularly. the And I'm calling it the authentic, authentic trap. It's the thirst trap for the authentic community. So authentic traps can be, but are not limited to, People, when you start changing or growing, people may go, since when you do that? Why are you acting that way now? You acting funny. Oh, you done switched up. <laughs> right. They, they, they'll tell you who you are. They'll tell you, oh, you fake. It'd be the fakest people to be the first ones to call you fake. So realize, is the company you keep, are they even authentic for one? Secondly, do they want you to be an expression of yourself that promotes and helps them? Do they want to keep you stagnant for their own benefit or for yours? So really understand 
people who want to call you out, quote unquote, for not being real or not being authentic. Is it really so? Is it really so? Question everything. You know, is it really so? So I'm just reminded of this uh, situation that had happened. I had never really knew. I, I didn't even think quite honestly of too much about it. I didn't really know what this meant. But I had a situation where I had a coworker um, do something that was alarming for me. And I was like, man, I really need to tell him like, yo, I'm a little concerned. <laughs> like you displaying some really abusive tactics here. I need to talk to you. You know, so I told him, like, look, I need to talk with you. And he is like, all right, what's up? And I'm like, you know, every time he wanted to talk, it was like, for me, I wanted to honor the sensitivity of which I was going to talk with him about. So I didn't want to talk with him over the phone. I didn't want to talk with him through text. I'm like, this needs to be an in-person conversation. But he gets all defensive and he's mad. He's like thinking I'm pulling some power trip. And I eventually had to pull him aside at work, which I didn't want to do. And I was like, look, bro, like, <laughs> that's not the case. And once I expressed to him the reasons why I was trying to tailor the experience to him and why I wanted to talk with him and everything else about it, I was met with the most authentic expression in return. Like, I already had this perception in my mind, he's going to be mad because he's already mad. So he's... You know, I already had that trigger of I'm about to be abandoned. I'm about to lose this this friend of mine, which you really can't lose a real friend. But I was like, I'm about to lose this friend. We had just met, you know, I had just moved to um, a new city, a new state, Miami at the time. And I was like, you know, this is not going to fly well. And so, you know, I pulled him to the side and I told him, like, look, I got to talk to you. I told him about it. And to my surprise, he actually like, thanks me, daps me up. And it's like, yo, we good. He's like, you a real one. And at the time I didn't know, I didn't know, I had never really heard that expression. I was just like, okay, yeah, isn't everybody, but you know, apparently not. So I was like, okay, yeah. But honestly, it takes one to know one, you know? So he showed up as his real self. And when we are our real self, we promote other people to be their real self too. So that was one of those experiences where I was actually met back with that same level that I was given. Usually what happens is when I am being real with people, they're usually defensive. And I usually be um, receive less than that, <laughs> to, to put it in simple terms. So I was very surprised and impressed that the conversation actually went that well. So it always shows me more about another person, how they receive even when I'm delivering. So I'm always impressed when people respond back with that realness. So if anyone is trying to convince you otherwise to stay limited or stagnant, you have to really question their motives. Is that for them or for you? Because authenticity doesn't mean you never change or you never grow. It just means you grow deeper into who you truly are. And so when you're operating on who you truly are, people who are not actually for who you truly are, will be defensive, will be offended, and will try to potentially get you back into what is best for them. They don't really necessarily want to see the real you. Personally, for me, it's an honor anytime someone gets to show me their real self. It's such a privilege, it's such a honor in this fake society. So anytime someone is real and vulnerable and expresses the things that they're sensitive about, are embarrassed about, I cherish those moments because you could do that. If you could do that with me, that just like warms my heart personally. And so I don't take those opportunities as a way to use it against somebody. It's like, do you know how hard it was for this person to even do that? That's beautiful. So people who don't receive you that way, they aren't your people. I'm just sorry. They're just not. They 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 just not. They aren't. So finding your people, they won't do that. You know, they will accept you. They will actually want to see the real you and probably be like Princess Jasmine, be irritated by the fake you. (laughs) So recognize that the authentic trap could be people making you think that you have to stay how you've always been and say, well, this was true for you last week. How are you switching up and not understand the more conscious you are, the more you understand yourself 
the more the more that you understand yourself there's different levels and different layers that you get to so at that level of consciousness you had a year ago that might have been true for you but now you're becoming a different person and people who do not adjust and go with the rhythms of how you have to expand and grow they may only be those friends who are there for that season and it can be disheartening at times to let people go but you're not really letting them go necessarily you're letting go of the old self, your old self, and they were only in alignment with that old version of you. So it's really, you've outgrown yourself, and naturally, anyone who was only in alignment with that old version of yourself, they get outgrown as well. So another another authentic trap could be, um, uh, uh, let me see. <laughs> Another authentic trap could be knowing when to use wisdom and discernment. So, for example, um, someone might say, man, you're not real. You're not being authentic. If you use profanity in your real life, why don't you use profanity around your parents? Why don't you use profanity in the courtroom? You ain't being real. <laughs> and it's like, you got to just say, look, I'm, be I'm being consistently myself. However, I know how to operate in the society. So certain things are not conducive to this environment. And that's not being fake. That's being wise. So people who might try to say, well, you're not being real because you um, are, you know, quote unquote, not displaying this part of yourself to the world. So that's not real. And it's like, okay, again, there are different, every relationship has a different, um, uh, a different threshold for it. So, yeah, using profanity at your teacher may not be the best thing to do. That doesn't mean you're not being authentic if you use profanity around your peers, around your friends. So, I just want to say that for the young souls that people can get really confused and people can try any and everything to try to convince you otherwise. So, I've, I see a lot of... Uh, I can see sometimes authenticity, inauthenticity, I should say, within spiritual community. Some spiritual people will pretend to be really spiritual. And now this is not to be confused with operating in all faucets of yourself. So, for example, people may try to say, if you're spiritual, you can't be sexual true. You can't be sexual too. It's like they're only understanding a fragment of you. Those two things are not an exclusive of each other. They don't cancel each other out. That makes you human to have all of that. So again, it's about accepting every side of yourself. What I'm more referring to is people who uh, may be in the spiritual community and want to be perceived as powerful or in control. But in reality, they are not. And they only receive power and control by the mercy of other people. That, in my opinion, is not okay. But I'm just one smudge. So that's just where I'm at with a lot of it. <laughs> so there are some things that people may try to use to trap you into not actually being your authentic self. Because when you enter into incompatible situations, for example, the natural thing is to want to change people so that they can become compatible for you. But the... Uh, unfortunate thing is in an incompatible situation there is no cure for it the only antidote for incompatibility is to change the connection so you know quick example and you can definitely check out the incompatible episode I've done but just an example is um you know you may not be compatible as a romantic partner but you're compatible as co-workers or as friends or as some other you know, more distant relationship. So being able to understand where people belong and also where you belong will also help you become a more authentic expression of yourself. So I think that it's important to show up as the real deal, to learn who we are so that we can receive what is truly for us, you know, and without fear, without apprehension, without manipulating without trying to convince or prove our worth or whatever we have to do and realize that it is a process to get to that level of authenticity 
And it can take as long as it needs to take to learn who you are and to find out who you are. And so wherever you guys are on that journey, if you would like just assistance in uncovering and peeling those layers, go ahead and book yourself a session on the counseling website. And if you just want to dive deeper into this, check out some of the resources. But again, don't take my word for it. I want you to find your true self, your true expression, because that's how it all works together is when we can all be who we truly are and when we can all accept who we truly are because blame creates separation and we have no room to love people for judging them or judging ourselves. So this journey, it can be grueling at times for sure, but it is well worth it. And even if no one accepts you, as long as you accept you, it's well worth it. So that's all I got on this topic. Please submit your topics to hear more. And I send you all love and peace and understanding and understanding and overstanding. So be well, take care until next time. No matter what you heard, you just gotta be yourself. No matter what you see, you just gotta be yourself. No matter what you thought, you just gotta be yourself. No matter what they told you, you just gotta be yourself. You just gotta be yourself. You just, you just gotta be yourself. You just, you just, you just gotta be yourself. You just gotta be yourself. You just, you just. You just gotta be yourself. You just gotta be yourself. You just gotta be yourself. You, you, you just gotta be yourself. When you be yourself, you put something in the world that wasn't there before. The first of your creation, unique in variation. Let me tell you that your life is not mistaken. Just like an ancient artifact, you were born an original, so don't die a copycat. No matter what you think, say or do, no one can ever come close to replacing you.